Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Today, I'm so excited to welcome our guest, Gabrielle Kelly. Gabrielle is the founder of WEM, which is We Empower Moms, and she is a money coach. Um, and I'm really excited to learn more about her story, her parenting. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's my absolute pleasure. I'm very curious what led you to start your business that you empower moms and um, why around money? I know that's a big question. <laughs> I'm really curious about like your personal story that had you made that decision. Sure. Well, it starts from my own journey uh, through motherhood. Um, I've spent the last 10 years in financial auditing and public company accounting, working in spreadsheets, numbers, and money every day. Uh, and it wasn't until I had my first child that I started to reconsider my priorities. Mm -hmm. And I... I realized that the value that I brought to a company was was more than I was getting. And so I looked for another opportunity. Same thing happened again. I thought I found what I wanted, a great team, no no traveling for my family at that at that time and I had my second daughter um during COVID and I realized it just it, I was at that spot again. I had, you know, not kept my boundaries and just needed, needed more, needed to be in my life more than trying to create my life around work, especially with two, two small children. And so I took a step back and started doing uh, fractional CFO work. Um, and that brought me back to working with clients and startup clients. And the key thing that I realized by doing fractional CFO uh, work is that, yes, we all need budgets, forecasts, but if we can't manage our money well, we are going to face challenges much bigger and much faster uh, than if we do manage our money well which unlocks more opportunities, uh, more ease, better, you know, work-life harmony, what I like to call it. And so it was during this time that the aha, like, hey, everybody needs to know this. We're not teaching. Everybody thinks like, you know, accountants and bookkeepers and financial statements. But when it really comes down to it, a business owner is operating in their day-to-day -day business and they're looking at their bank account and that's the information that they're getting on what to spend and how to spend it on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and so 
I really want to make sure that the people that I'm working with, I can give them the tools that they need to operate more efficient, efficiently and with less money stress. Yeah. Amazing. It's true. Like when people have that underlying current of financial insecurity, financial instability, it, it, it like spills into everything because that scarcity mindset or that not enough mindset, it just influences like what you buy at the grocery store, how you're feeding yourself, how you use your time. It's like, I've noticed when I coach people with, with um, health that like whatever they're doing with their health, they're also doing in their finances. It's like, it, it like mirrors, you know, um, it's really interesting and other areas as well, but, but specifically finances, which I always found to be fascinating. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And like you said, manage their, manage their money well. And so I think that that is a really interesting like sentence because I think that especially the women listening, we're mostly like type a women, you know, we're super high performing, high achieving, and it's never really enough, never enough exercise, mm-hmm. never enough, nah, 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 you know, it's kind of like this. And so that also is part of a concept or a mindset around money. And so when you say managing your money, well, what does that mean exactly? Does that mean that at the end of the month, there's enough that's going into savings? Does it mean that everything balances out? Does it mean mm-hmm. that your goals are being achieved? Like what, what does that mean to you as an expert Mm. Um, in, you know, you're a profit strategist, you, you say, that's amazing. Like, I'm like, what is that? That's brilliant. And so I think that area of expertise that you have may feed into this question that I'm asking. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces in there. <laughs> uh, the, the key to managing your money well, I would say is ensuring as a business owner, ensuring that your business is serving you and your personal goals. And so many times we get into business ownership and there's statistics are out there. Um, You know, the average salary as an employee is around $58,000 in the US, 50 and change. And the average income salary income that people take from their business is $55,000 and change. So we know that if we get into business ownership and we end up working more and paying ourselves less. Mm-hmm. And I think it connects to this hustle and grind. You talk about, you know, us women being type A overachievers have to be pr- productive, you know, every moment of every day. And then especially as mothers adding on to, you know, just piling all of these responsibilities onto our plate. Mm-hmm. Mm- Coming back to our why, making sure our business is structured in a way that is serving us and serving our personal financial goals. Um, And that's not greed. That's wellness. And by doing so, we can give more to the rest of our, our family, our friends, our community. And doing that in a way that keeps you knowing what path you're on, putting you, pushing you towards your goals and with less stress because you have a plan. Yeah. Okay. So managing your money well is really about identifying what your goals are, having a plan to execute on those goals and then holding, holding to it. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be like very, I don't mean to be so rudimentary per se, but I do think that when I talk to my friends and other business owners, it's like it, they don't, there isn't that confidence there. And it's not because they're not turning over millions of dollars a year and give, paying themselves. Mm-hmm. It's because it's like, I'm never saving enough. I'm not investing enough. I'm not, you know, maybe I could be hiring an extra employee, but then if I do, then, and, you know and I mean? It's like, there's always this like game that we play with, with ourselves of how do we optimize and, you know, did we get toilet paper on sale this month? You know, so, you know, cause we're trying to, you know, make sure that we're, we're lean, right. In all these areas, including mm-hmm. our bodies, right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like every little bit, I don't know about you, but I know some extremely wealthy people and they're very conservative with how they spend money. Right. It's, it's shocking how conservative mm-hmm. they are. And it's fantastic. I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying that like, there is a game that we're all playing and sometimes it feels like we're winning. And, and most of the time, what I hear is that we're not. So, mm-hmm. so you help people to create that strategy as a profit mm-hmm. strategist. And feel confident in knowing what to do in feeling comfortable with money and feeling confident in the way that they manage their own money. So you talked about the steps um, included in knowing the plan and knowing how to execute is making sure that we're rewriting our own story with money in knowing, speaking the evidence that we are enough, knowing that there is value to us. We are worthy. We do deserve all the things that our business is doing for us. Um, because sometimes that, that can hold us back. We can miss opportunities we can let fear stand in between us. Um, And when we talk about money, there's so much fear and shame and taboo and vulnerability wrapped up into that uh, money story that we carry all too often. Yeah. I mean, folks, whoever's listening to this, I just want to like pause for a minute because what you just said was extremely powerful and, and true, right? It's so important that we get real about what our story is because oftentimes it's not even our story, is it? Mm. It's our mother's story, you know, or the caregivers that we grew up around. And to break free from that at that like neurological level, you know, like even in your cellular memory, that's like in a place we can't really even access that well in our brains <laughs> and in our cells and our fascia, um, we hold that memory and it's like, how do you, have you been able to help people like reprogram that to a certain degree, just based on like, like giving attention to it and, and focusing on it and intentionally creating goals around it? Sure. I think that when we face something that we've been avoiding, you know, running in the other direction when it comes to money or finances or numbers, um, you know, when we name it, we take its power away. So when we tell our money story, when we share it, when we have support, when we feel supported, we take away the power that it has over us. And I think that that's really important that people know that they're not alone. There is a a better way and that they can learn it too. We're not born into this world being, you know, money makers, you know, this magic 
money managers. It's a skill that we all can learn and build in, in our education system, the media, you know, I could go on and on and on, just does not support it. Um, and doesn't give us the tools that, that we need. Yeah, we really don't. It's true. Like that's why like doctors don't have a nutrition background. You know, that's why it's so important. You know, what I do as well, when I help people clean up their diets, but Mm -hmm. the money thing, there's literally no financial literacy in our school system. And like, maybe we were lucky to have parents that taught Mm -hmm. us a few things, but honestly it was usually taught through like stress and struggle or the other end of the spectrum where there's just tons of it money for example and like you know there were no boundaries and then you know mm-hmm. as an adult you might be in a different situation and it can be really challenging so no it's true i think there's a huge need especially for our children to create financial literacy um i don't know i mean your your kids are still really young but i think that mm-hmm. uh, it does start quite young i mean for the longest time my daughter was like you know you know the card just give me the card just give me the card and i'm like no, that's not how money works honey <laughs> So there was a whole year, kind of right around mm-hmm. five, maybe five or six. Yeah, I was like, I decided I'm paying for everything in cash. And mm-hmm. she's going to help me count the change and the, you know, like she's going to, because she had to like, you know, kids can't wrap their heads around it. Like right. I need to go to the machine. I need the card. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They make those rules. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, my parents paid cash. Right. So, but the, the point is, is like, even I spent 10 years in Europe and debt is like, not really that it's really different over there. It's like, you spend mm-hmm. what you have. You do mm-hmm. not spend more than you have. It's just not part of the equation over there. And our mentality here is like, spend as much as you have and then more so that you can build credit. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's good or bad. You got to play the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's just interesting. It's very interesting. My daughter is so into it now. You're not, she's actually becoming a, a real estate investor at, you know, 17. Insane. Incredible. She's really into it, but I really believe that your work is so important, especially for the moms, because we're the ones who are teaching our kids about our dysfunctional stories around wealth and and money. Yes. We pass on generational. I have clients come to me and they want to create generational wealth. You know, they want to max their retirement funds. They want to be paying their employees better than everybody else. They want to be spending more time with their family than they do at work. And all of these things are possible. We need to believe it's possible. We need to have support and understanding how do we make it possible. And I think as business owners, sometimes we get caught in this day to day, just one step forward, you know, like I need to make it through today and because we have so much going on and then we go back to our, our families and we have so much going on there. And often it takes time, you know, it takes a moment to, to slow down and breathe and realize what's going to move me forward towards those bigger goals that I have. Um, I like to say that we have this joy ceiling that's caused when we carry around money stress just like you were talking about, you know, it translates into so many areas of our personal life, our business uh, life. And I think until we crack that grasp that money holds on us, we'll be limited um, 
by that joy ceiling. I completely agree with you. And I can't say that I have cracked that ceiling. Um, I'm aware it's there, but Mm -hmm. I feel paralyzed about cracking it. And I'm someone who's lived in uh, extremely affluent circumstances, Mm -hmm. private boats, you know, yachts, private planes, you know, over 10 cars in the garage, you know, like really opulent life. Um, And also somebody who was raised by a single mom who, you know, sometimes couldn't make ends meet. And so like, I had like two ends of the spectrum and it's like, what, you know, what was different about my mindset and Mm -hmm. my, the way I related to myself and it. And I think there, I think part of the the opulent period in my life was like, oh, there was like some naivete there. So it was like, okay, you know, anything goes. (laughs) And then as I aged, I probably like fallen back into some kind of jaded a little bit, you know, half glass full, half glass empty, you know, maybe half glass empty, you know, kind of hope or hopelessness, you know, about the future. But it's something that I'm definitely aware of and I work on every day. And I'm sure those who are listening are also wanting to break through that ceiling. So you have a program that you've created. It's Mm -hmm. called Money Well. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. I'm really, really excited about this because up until now, the services that I've been able to provide are really true like strategy numbers on the paper and this this program money well encompasses the whole person being working on things like our money stories and how we're you know cracking the joy ceiling how our businesses have been caught in this cash flow roller coaster and getting some strategy and plans in place to help us see that it is truly possible and that we feel comfortable and confident in our plan and can move through the day each day, letting go of that stress and knowing that we're, we're doing the things that, that are going to make us um, that much closer to our goals. Nice. So it's a group program. Mm -hmm. Nice. And it starts uh, sometime in 2023. Yeah, it starts in January, the second the second week in January. Um, and it's a, a year-long program. Oh wow, that's great. It probably takes that long to reprogram and then to see the results of your work. Yeah, yeah. When we do when we do our goals, um we typically do them in in a four-quarter chunks. So that way we're we're not only checking in um weekly, but we're also tracking that progress on a quarterly basis. So that way, you know, what gets measured gets managed. And we're, we're looking to see um, how we're feeling and, and how that relates to how we're doing. Nice. What are some things you do on a daily basis to help yourself with your um, money wellness? Yes, I. <laughs> that's a great question. I love that. Um, I personally work with a life coach, um, that helps me, you know, take my own medicine. Um, I make sure that I'm journaling and reminding myself of all the reasons why I deserve it, that I know that it's happening, that I, that continue to rewire that money story within me. 
um, so that I can then provide that help for others. Because I think that's a lifelong commitment, uh, especially living in the United States. Uh, and then I've built my systems with the my business and then personal life to know that the money that I have coming in is going to the places that support my goals, both personally and for our business, profit, saving for taxes, um, my own salary, and then our business expenses. And then on our on our personal side, you know, all of our personal financial goals, our kids' college savings, our retirement savings, you know, other funds for the things that we want to do with our house and our family. Um, by organizing that all for me, I don't have to think about it every day. So even though it's happening behind the scenes, I get to check in on it you know, make sure everything's copacetic and then go about my day. It's not, it's not dragging with me. Right. Right. And you feel confident in like the quantities that are going there. I just am really present to the word. Um, Cause I think a lot of people listening to this might be like, Oh my gosh, I need to do that. Oh my gosh. I need to do that. Oh my gosh. I don't have that. You know? <laughs> right. It's overwhelming. And you yeah. get to a point where you're like, I don't know where to start. I know, right? So like that's <laughs> where we come in, right? We say it's okay. I know how you're feeling. We've all been there and you're not alone, right? And then let's work on this together. Yeah. Um and so, you know, that's why we need a partner. You know, someone also just be like, "Hey, no, this is right. This is good. Like you got enough. You got plenty." Yeah. It um, almost we need someone to tell us that sometimes. And especially women, you know, we're like for providers now and I'm not going to judge it to say it's good or bad right or wrong but but we're providers and you know we definitely weren't taught like how to do all that right that was the man's job in my family and in my mm -hmm. grandmother and my great-grandmother right so this is like so new for us like we're the CEO of our household of our businesses of our marriages it's like it's it is what it is but it, it's it's can be challenging so we definitely need partnership Mm -hmm. um, on this you know I love that the word fund has the word fun in it because we gotta yeah. like make it fun <laughs> yes. that's a huge part of managing your money well too is making sure that you're rewarding yourself with fun yeah I feel like the third person this week and it's like only Wednesday that um <laughs> that, has that has talked about that like so I think the universe is trying to nudge me to be like you need to reward yourself you know yeah it's been a good year, all in all. <laughs> Quarterly, please reward yourself. Um, it can be small, big. right? It doesn't have to it be, can be small. Yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah. big. Yeah, build it into your business um, yeah. to be rewarding yourself, and that's what that's what I help people see is that profit um, is your business rewarding you as a business owner. Mm. And that needs to be um, actual cash savings put aside. I love that. Well, I love that you are a profit strategist for moms, empowering moms. And uh, people would like to learn more about you or your program or get a consult. Where should they go? They can go right to my LinkedIn, Gabrielle-Kelly-CPA. They can go to our website, WEMWEM. Co. They can go to Instagram at Wem Financial. Uh, we are 
everywhere we can be, uh, except for Twitter. I don't, I don't do that. There's too much going on, but uh, very easy to reach. And I'd love to talk to anybody. Yes. I love hearing stories of people and how they got to where they are with their business ownership in that journey. Just like you asked me from the beginning, I think that that's so special. And one of the reasons why I love working with women and moms, because that connection is so important to me um, to feel safe and feel like we're in a, you know, a trusted environment. Yeah. Um, Yeah. For those of you who can't see her because you're not on YouTube and you're listening to this in the podcast spheres, Gabrielle is a stunning woman. She doesn't really look old enough to have children. (laughs) That's how like beautiful she is. And I'll tell you folks, you know, part of vitality and the reason, of course, this episode, this uh, episode and this podcast exists are because of the word vitality. And without having your financial house in order, it's almost impossible. You know, it's improbable that you'll achieve the ultimate vitality that's available to you. So this is a really critical piece of achieving vitality. And I'm so honored to have you today just to remind us of that as a profit strategist, as the founder of WEM Women, We Empower Moms. And um, I hope that everybody will look into your Money Well program. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I love being here. Love talking about all of this. And I totally agree with you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. I mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.